Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. This week it is episode 106. 106. And we are talking about St. George's Day. Of course we are. So stick around if you would like to hear more. Well, hello, Uh, this is Father and Sundays and I'm Connor. Uh, okay. Um, you see, you change it slightly every time and it throws me out. Well, hi, hi, this is also Father on Sundays and this is uh, David. And the, you're the dad. And, and I'm the, the dad and you're the son. Yes, yep. I know. Clever. And uh, we release it on the Sunday. I just, sometimes it's just worth, like, I know I say this pretty much every single time, but it's worth reminding people. It's 106 episodes. Yep. You know, someone probably didn't listen to the first episode or might not listen to the first episode when listening to this one. So it's worth letting them know who who we are. Who yeah. we are. We are a father and son combo. Um, and uh, yeah, we just talk about all sorts of nonsense and um, all that sort of uh, thing. Malarkey, don't we? Giving too much information now. Oh, are we? All yeah. right. Fine. Um, don't want to spoil it. No spoilers. We'll get onto the main topic in a moment, okay. which is St. George's Day. However, I did want to talk St. about this. St. George's Day? I did want to talk about this because... I got I got stopped and said searched um, and stopped and said why did you release an episode yes for the king's coronation right. so long after it and I explained I said well the reason being is that um we were I, I was ill I will at, yes at that time uh couldn't record an episode had it all pretty much prepared so we thought screw it let's do it still because otherwise yeah. it feels wasted yeah because like to a certain extent, we couldn't do that next year. We can't do the King's Coronation next year because it won't be the King's so, Coronation no, next year. No, it won't be, year. no. And same with Eurovision. <clears throat> I know Eurovision will be there next year, but it won't be in the UK, so it'll be a bit different. So, um, St. George's Day won't be... Oh, no, it will be there next year. It will be so there why next are we doing year. It right. now? Well, someone said to me... Yeah, but someone said to me, oh, you could do that because, like you said, there was a lot of work done on them. And, you know, these... Bits and pieces in these podcasts might sound like they've been thrown together at the last minute. Uh, they're meticulously put together. And the songs as well, when I write the songs, it does take a little bit to write these songs. It's not, I mean, it's not that easy. And so when you've done it, you think, oh, I've done that. Um, what's going to happen to that now? Is that just going to just, you know, disappear into the ether? We did speak about not doing this episode, but... 
We yeah. thought, screw it. Blow it. Screw it. I mean... And I'm not being funny, but it, I don't we, know who it was who you spoke to, but we have explained this on the podcast already. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> they probably just saw the title and didn't listen. But we oh, released we released these... Um, we release these and sometimes we release them on the day of it. So Father's Day, for example, we release that on Father's Day. And we didn't even there's planned a, that. There's a good chance yeah. that people would listen to that not on Father's Day. So really, in yeah, reality, what the hell, you, could just that pretend, you, spoke to you. you could just pretend this was released yes. on uh, St. George's Day. Stop rushing but things. But I will say St. George's Day was before Eurovision and, uh, and King's yes, Coronation, so. but we've just done a different order. Yeah, but that doesn't matter, does it? Wasn't this meant to be the next episode? Wasn't this meant to be episode 102? Yeah, actually? it was, yeah. Yeah. What the hell? What's yeah. the matter with We've people? run out of planned episodes now, haven't we? Uh, not really, no. We've got well, a few. Actually kind done. of, yeah. Not, not actually uh, formally um, on your not on spreadsheet. Our meeting. No, we haven't had a meeting about it. We've had a sort of, uh, you know... Uh, you say something whilst and you go, yeah, that sounds all right. Whilst I'm eating something and yeah. not fully paying attention, which usually means that when it actually gets brought up again, you say, "I don't remember you saying anything about that." As is your way. I don't normally remember. No, you everything. don't. Do you? But then, how do you remember everything? You don't no. remember everything. I remember lots of things, important things. No. I do. No. Do. No. Do. <laughs> um, uh, what, what year was Becky born in? Becky. Yeah. Uh, 1995. Well done. Annie? 1992. Nice. Mum? 1966. Hmm, interesting. What? Well, that's right. It's not just interesting, it's correct. All right. What's all this about? What year did we last go to Florida? Don't have a go at me. Uh, 2019. Don't have a go at me. Just because someone... What birthday was it whilst we were there? Your 21st. How about when we went in 2012? What was my birthday then? It was obviously um, your first birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. I was trying to work out the math then. Maths. Oh, my God. I've turned around. Your 14th. No, I was going to say 15th. And I thought, no, surely you're older than that. But clearly not. Anyway, just um, right. How was your week? Anyway, oh, okay. very, very busy and very, very tired right now. In fact, whilst recording this, um, I'm doing a split shift at work. So well, we're both in our work attire. Yeah, we're in our we? work attire. Like I've been working this morning. I've I've now headed home and logged off for a while, and I'll be logging back on tonight, and then working till about quarter to eight. What a what a and actually man probably eight. What a geezer. Yeah, you I know. Are. It's just unbelievable. The but commitment you show. It's Friday and it's the weekend tomorrow and I've got a very busy day tomorrow as well. All right. Okay. We, okay. Went, we went swimming though. We have been swimming. So basically since last time we recorded We're swimmers now. and put out a podcast, we're now open water swimmers. Um, <laughs> if you want to know any, any more about that, then please get, get in touch. We've won medals. Um, so basically, oh, sorry. That was a life ring. Not a <coughs> no. So we... Uh, so basically, it's been my birthday since the last one. So I turned fifty-five. We had a lovely thank birthday. You, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for everybody for their uh, wishes and best wishes and all the rest of it. Halfway to one hundred and ten, I am. Anyway, we had a lovely uh, weekend Sunday in the garden. Everybody round. That wasn't your birthday though. Your birthday was no. It was on the Tuesday. But Tuesday. anyway. And then we decided that we were going to go down because it was high tide when, when we were tired and high time 
that we went swimming. Because we live in a seaside town. We do live in a seaside town. So the four of us went down to a very, very packed... Five. Five of us went down, sorry. Now, I forgot... Um, that your Auntie Susan was uh, was making sure we were all safe. Yep, she's um, unsure. Not me. I'm not seen as someone who's responsible, nope. so I just get treated like the rest of you. You got told to, you are going out to your father by Becky, didn't you? I got told off. I always get told off by Becky for doing things, uh, as do you, and as does Sam as well. Sam gets it worse now, though. He does, he does. Um, but yes, we went out in the water, which was really good fun, wasn't it? There was yep. loads of people, but as soon as you go out in the water, obviously not so many people out in the water. Um, lovely and warm. Although when you first get in, it's cold. You went like a maniac. I though. ran in. I just they it were. Was, too, they were. I must admit, it was. Dad a, dipped his toe in. It was went, immensely funny because we would put our stuff on well, the beach. I dipped my toe in. Walked toe back went, to you. Went, you went. There's only one way to do this, and you just ran into the water. Because you went, it's cold. Yeah. And I went, and then Sam went. Oh, let's go as a race so you can get in there first. Because that's, that's how Sam talks. But yeah, that's Sam. Sam talks. Um, that he's been on this podcast. You could listen. Back yeah, to listen it. back. It's um, uncanny. But. And then I just went, this is how I do it. And I just ran in. Because I didn't see much time. I didn't see a point in wasting time. Well, it made us laugh. Because my feet were hurt on the stones. I was thinking, that was one of my main things, is I wasn't wearing shoes. But you did did hurt your feet by running in, though, didn't you? Not really by running in, but when I got out, I I did pull a stone that was lodged into my foot. Oh, nice. Um, We went the following day as well, though. It was a lot colder. We did, just the two of us that time. Just yeah, the two colder. of us. There was no Walk, one on the beach. Walked down there yep. um, with swim shorts on. Walked back. I suffered from what is known in the medical world as chub rub. Chub rub. <laughs> Chubby rubby. My thighs were rubbing together um, and against the netting. And um, I've not spoken to you about this, Dad. Oh, um, I've got a feeling. Is this something that you want to talk to me outside of this but podcast? I've got scabs on the inside of my thighs. Oh, lovely. Um, I was right. Uh, this is something I didn't want to know. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, this things, these things happen. I must admit, the second time we went down and was in the water. I back with wet swimming shorts. I on. had that. So people of my age will kind of be able to relate to this. But I had the, the jaws sort of feel about it because... Where we live and the water there, there's a lot of silt, so it's you can't see in the water. It's you know it's quite cloudy. It's clean, but it's quite cloudy. And even though I know we're in an estuary, I know the sort of life that's in there. Yeah, sort of life because it's salt water. So nice. Um, I suddenly got that. Oh my god! What if something's in here in the water and I don't know about it? And that's something I haven't. Uh, felt for a long, long while. I, did, I had a slight panic that day, though, as well, because I thought, like, I, there was a piece of seaweed, and I just for a, just a split moment, I was like, oh, is that a jellyfish? Yeah. It wasn't. It was a piece of seaweed. But. Well, then, equally, I freaked out because I'd forgotten I'd lent you those um, shoe things to yeah, like, the go second in the water. Yeah, the second day I put them on those shoe things. And at one point, you laid back in the water and put your feet up in the air, and I thought it was a fin. And it, for a millisecond, I freaked out. But there you go. So we are, as I say, open water swimmers now. Uh, catch us at the next Olympics. Yeah, you'll probably see us there. Um, it's great. I'm looking forward to going down there and doing it again and getting the kayaks out and becoming water people. Yeah. Um, water benders. What else have I got to say? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh and no one seems to have bought any merchandise yet or subscribed to the removal of ads just to let you know my car is costing me an awfully lot uh, awful lot of money and you really need to do this um 
it is being fixed though and what needs to be fixed is the roof in my work which is currently falling down because there's loads of water coming in it but there we are okay we're all done um because I have got some admin from last week. You did ask a question from last right, week. Right, okay. One. What's your admin? And I, I do appreciate. So you mentioned the coronation spoon, right? Silver spoon. And I went, what? And you said, yeah, I'm sure there was a spoon. So I looked it up because you said, I, I, you thought it was something that I should have done some research on. So I have now. So the coronation spoon, a silver gilt it's spoon. It's one of the oldest things that are part of the coronation yeah, service. With an oval. I knew what they were doing in the coronation, but I didn't know this is how they did it. So a silver gilt spoon with an oval bowl divided into two lobes engraved with an- canvas scrolls. The bowl is joined to the stem by a stylized monster's head behind which the stem flattens into a randall. There's lots of words in this. I don't even know what they mean, but I may look them up. That'll be next week. Randall's the one from Monsters Inc. That's it. Flanked by four pearls and a band of interlaced scrolling with another monster's head. There's a lot of monster's heads on it. The end of that. We used to have the spoon. Didn't we have a sugar puffs spoon that came out of one of the packets? So yeah, it's very it similar like to that. The had a monster on it. On it. Yeah. Um, the end of the tapering stem is spirally twisted and terminates in a flattened knob. <laughs> Whatever a flattened knob is. A knob. Yeah. Oh. A knob. It is used for anointing. It's an inside out. Nipple. It is used for the anointing <laughs> of the monarch taking place before the investiture and crowning. The archbishop pours holy water, uh, sorry, holy oil into the spoon, and this is poured onto the monarch's hand, breasts, and head. Is that so what when he goes in that little goes behind the curtain? Because I think he asked particularly to do that, so it was something a little bit more special. So that is the coronation spoon. They normally do that one on their own. Yeah, not to be confused with the spatula of Kilcodden, the colander of truth, or the corkscrew. Of destiny. So I was right about the spoon because I remember it speaking about it. You were right. You were absolutely right. So absolutely well done, you. Thank you. Okay. So to be honest, it does link quite nicely uh, the King's coronation with St George's Day because it's about being patriotic. It's yeah. About a different patriotism to. So I feel like the King's coronation was very much global in a way, in the fact it was across the Commonwealth, not just. Yes, that's England. right. Yeah. However. St George's Day does drill down a bit more into the English um, patriotism. It's one of these things that's weird because people don't generally celebrate St George's Day in the same sense that they celebrate other saints' days, like St Patrick's. We spoke about the St Patrick's Day, didn't we? We did, yeah. On the island episode. Um, it's a huge thing. It's a massive thing. And it's a huge the world. thing wherever there's Irish communities. And, yeah. let's face it... Um, Anyway, I mean, in England... Our next door neighbours got Irish heritage. Yeah, but it, irrespective it. of if you're Irish or not, Paddy's Day, as it's known, is is a big deal. People yeah. will go out and drink Guinness and, and you know... And, and Basically, everyone gets drunk. <coughs> and it's, it's a, it's a um, bank holiday in Ireland because we've got colleagues in Ireland and they were none of them working that well, day. Well, that's interesting because I'm not sure that St David's Day, which is the Welsh patron saint, and St Andrew's Day, the Scottish one, have got days... Uh, they've got obviously a day. But we have got to remember that Ireland is its own country. It is its own country. But there's a point there that you made about celebrating it. Now, something that happens in this country, unfortunately, is that I think in the past, the it's 
seen as being, I don't know, it's been hijacked somewhat. You want to be patriotic. You want to celebrate being English. But in a way, it's been made to feel like if you celebrate being English, you're kind of celebrating almost being racist or being, you know, uh, above yourself or something like that. It, it, I, I think it's wrong. I think we should be able to celebrate being English without having all these tags attached Let's to it. Let's be honest, though. It probably stems from the uh, colonisation of places. and, well, and One and, part of it is, yes. And the fact of it was the English Empire, because in reality, it was deemed as the British Empire, but that's after England pretty much took control of Scotland and Wales. And and, and the, the same situation does still prevail to an extent because the Scots complain and the Welsh complain about the fact that they've got um, Westminster ruling over Scotland, Westminster ruling over Wales. Oh, over, yeah, there's a big, there's a big deal about and devolution. And they say about it being so far away that the fact that they've got this rule. Now, in reality, Scotland's got its own parliament and so has Wales. The only one that doesn't, interestingly, is England. No. England doesn't have, it, have its own parliament. Um, but then again, you've got other countries that are a lot bigger that had one area, but that's a different, that's a different matter. But there is a certain degree of England does seem to control places still. And that's why it's still seem, deemed as a little bit. But I think there's that. And there's also people that use it. Unfortunately, we've, we've talked about social media in a way that's so, and this is a little bit more serious than we'd normally talk. We've talked about social media and the fact that, it is an incredible thing, but at the same time, so can it can be used and be quite a Evil. destructive thing. And I, I can remember every time we get near to St. George's Day, you see lots of posts saying, uh, uh, we're banned from putting up our St. George's flags, we're banned from doing this, we're banned from doing that. That's not Which true. Which is not true. But what it does, it, it spreads this sort of hate in a way, saying that, People are telling us we can't put these up because it makes us look like we're racist. Now, this is totally untrue. This is, and if you look at me, you think, yeah, right. Oh, this is just to start this problem and create a problem that's not actually there. We've had many problems in this country. We still have, but it's people pushing it. These people that have got an agenda there that's trying to utilise it. And in a way, they're coming from a different angle than they used to. I mean, you used to have um, people using the Union flag, and that was synonymous with... Uh, BNP, British Nationalist Party. Yeah, and things it? like that. As if to say, we're British, we don't want any of the foreigners, and we don't want this, that, and the other. And it's an, and it's it's taking something that hilarious. means nothing like that. Because this country is built on immigrants. Well, it's, like, it's like, anyway, it's like America and the fact that, you know, uh, again, even more so, um, America is a is a country of people. That yeah. If anyway. It, if it wasn't but, for immigrants, we would be eating very boring food. No, exactly. But we do seem to have claimed it back as somewhat. So uh, we're talking about St. George today and the St. George's flag. We think about uh, England and... Uh, the football, when we follow the football and everything, people have flags out, people have flags on their cars. It then seems to be okay. Everybody seems to be cool with that then. And it just means that everybody's behind it. It feels like the nation's all together. It's a good, good thing.
had nothing for this in-between bit, so this is what we've done. George is a very common name, isn't it? It is, yes. It is a very common name. You're absolutely correct. Um, it's one of mine. Let's move on. Okay. Um, so, we're talking about St. George. Now, it Saint, won't be a surprise. Saint or St. They, they oh, yeah, go Saint, by both. Saint, yeah, St. St. James. Saint, Saint, yep. Saint, why, why do we, because um, it's Saint, Yeah. but then people do actually refer to it as St. 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 George and but that's because we often review, remove the vowels, don't we? Yeah, so you're actually just saying what you say. You actually put ST, which is... T- yeah, so I guess that's st- what it is. Or it's just George. lateness. Yeah. But a lot of stuff is just ST dot George or yeah. ST dot Mary or ST dot oh. D. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well done. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. ST dot I. Well, let's face it. It's a big bugbear of mine that we seem to shorten everything. We seem to feel the need to have everything. Which is uh, hilarious because you drop out letters. I drop out letters because uh, of where I come from and, and my... Hazelden. Yeah. And, uh, did you see that report about the my, crime rate? My education. Yes, I did see that. Yeah. I have to, yeah, there's lots of things happening. That's that's all right. You don't live there, there was a big thing on BBC about the Royal Mail today as well, and we've had comments made about it. And people often used to give me grief about Basildon. So my business I'm share price has gone up, but we'll move on. <laughs> all right, thanks. Glad that's going okay for you. Um, so St George, right? Privatisation. The patron saint of England. But, as with, for instance, St. Patrick... St. Patrick wasn't Irish. Irish. St. George wasn't English, which is bizarre to me. And again, that backs up the point of the fact that, oh, we're English, we need to celebrate St. George. St. George, you know, St. George, you know, he... he, St. George! He's an example of what, you know, we are. It's an... Yeah, because I often have to go down to pub and after I go to the pub, I have to fight a dragon. Well... This is it, and we're going to get to all these different yeah. bits and pieces. According to tradition, he was a soldier in the Roman army, but he was born in Turkey. Now, bearing so in mind when we're talking he was a about Turkish Italian Englishman, so <laughs> he was of Cappadocian, Cappadocian, yeah, uh, Greek origin, and Greek a member origin, not Turkish. The, well, no, but the the fact is, when you think about uh, there's there's always been a bit of tension between the Turks and the Greeks because yeah. they're so, yeah. So I think Cyprus uh, the, point where, uh, the point that we're talking about, it was so far, it was so long ago that countries weren't as they are now. So you can see he was a member of the Emperor's Guard. Um, when you look into it, he was a Christian and he was actually... A Catholic? S- sentenced, no, he was sentenced sentenced to death for refusing to recount his Christian faith, uh, which made him a martyr. And basically this is where this all begins. But his origins are not in England, as St. Patrick's origins are not in Ireland, which is a really bizarre thing. Don't you? I, I, I don't understand this. I don't understand how uh, someone is plucked from history and he's then taken and saying well he's he's our own he well, is our I'm, by this logic I'm loving I'm looking forward to my future where I can become the patron saint of um, Iceland well it's possible 
And even if you were the patron saint of Iceland, the shop that sells lots of frozen goods, believe it or Mums not... Mums do love me. I hadn't thought there was a, a number of patron saints. Believe me, there are hundreds of patron saints and some of the things they're patrons of are utterly ridiculous. So that is something that could potentially be something you could do. Historically, the countries um, who claimed St. George as their own, England, Ukraine, Ethiopia, Georgia. Oh, that one makes sense. Two parts of Spain. So obviously we know like Catalonia and Aragon is... You're talking about certain elements of Spain that's quite quite divided at times, and Russia, or more specifically, Moscow. I guess that makes sense in terms of Ukraine, the history there. Yeah, but that, that that's the thing. It's it's so weird that, and this is where you get all of these stories. So you get a patron saint. We talked about it. again. I'll keep referring back to St. Patrick as well, but it's a similar sort of thing that you get stories. Now, you, now you're going to have stories from all of those, at least all of those places. Can we refer to St. Patrick for the rest of the uh, podcast as STP? STP? Yeah, so, yeah. It is just, I just find it bizarre that things get sort of, well, they, they certainly get embellished and, and, and at the same time diluted as you go through, through you know, around the world. And the fact that someone that was, that some people, and we talked about this, claim to be, you know, he's our patron saint, he's, he, he represents he us, represents he's, England. The, he's the knight for a start. We look at him as being a knight. He was never yeah. a knight as far as I know. He was a soldier. Uh, yeah, he was a soldier. Um, but we see him as sort of someone from the Crusades, like some like the Knights Templar and that. It was nothing like that. That's not where the origins come from. It's maybe, just, maybe, maybe. It's because it, I'm a Londoner. No, maybe it's because uh, it's a situation of mistaken identity. Mistaken what? Identity. 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 Why are you, Why saying are you it struggling like that? with the word Why identity? Why did you say it like that? You said, I said it normally. You said it like you were South African. <laughs> no, you're the one when <laughs> diplomatic immunity. <laughs> right, you've got to be careful. <laughs> you're the you one when you went identity. No, I said identity. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. We're going to move I'm, on. I haven't got a problem. Anyway, right. So, but like everything else, it's like uh, and uh, another example of that's completely different sort of subject, but another example of it, something like Nessie, Loch Ness. You know, there's arguments say Nestle, then. that we Nestle, don't know whether Nesquik it exists cereal. or doesn't. It doesn't matter because then merchandise happens and people have commemorative things. And we talk about the flag that was used and all the rest of it. Um, but because of the various uh, variations of the legend around the world, you get all sorts of things. So you get, you know, I, I went online and looked and you can get figurines, you can get coasters, you can get bags you can get fancy dress you can get badges and plates and everything you can possibly think of with the saint george well and normally george and the dragon with that sort of emblem yeah and 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 i think it's really interesting how that comes about you know we could start a rumor here or we could start a legend of something here that if it picked up enough 
of, uh, you know... I mean, we don't have to start one. There's already one, like the Badger in the Brick House. You know that one. Yeah. Yeah, the Badger in the Brick House. The story of Badger in the Brick House. Because that, in reality, is, is the stuff of legend, isn't it? Yes. Yes. The Badger in the Brick House. No, the Badger and the Brick House. You know the story, Dad. The Badger and the Brick House. We don't house. need to go into it now because you know the story, so... I don't. No, no. yep, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, I know what you're talking about, yeah. yeah. Badger and the Brick House. And the ba- oh, the ba- oh, no, I've got you now. The yeah. Badger and the Brick House. Yeah. I misheard you because you were talking like you did when you said <laughs> the other word you said a little bit earlier on. We're going to have a falling out in a second. <laughs> look, uh, no, all right, all right. No need for that. Right, so look, I thought, what's the best way of telling... Because you mentioned it as well, George and the Dragon. It's always George and the Dragon as far as St. George's Day. Everything's about that. But You're what, saying it so much that it's sounding weird now. Is it? Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Right. So I thought, what? how can I simplify this? How can I get this across in the best possible way? We could just discuss it. We could, but I've not done that. Oh, what right. I've done is I've put something together for you to give you a real flavour of what that story is. So would you like to play that for me now? Um, yeah. George and the Dragon George was born to a noble Christian family in Syria. Alas, George lost his parents when only in his teenage years and so was quite alone. George went to see the Emperor of Nickelodeon, or something like that, to ask him to grant him a favour. Your Royal Highness Emperor, I come to ask you a favour. What is it, boy? My father was a soldier in your army and fought for your honour, and I would like to do the same. What was your father's name? It was Gerentius, Emperor. Gerentius? Why, he was a good, honest man and a great soldier. If you are his son, then you can indeed join the army. The next day George enrolled into the army, it was that easy, and by his late twenties had gained a position of Imperial Guard to the Emperor, Dick Clitian. Meanwhile, in a village called Selene... Did you hear about the dragon, Steve? What about it, Raymond? Well, he set up camp near the spring, so no one is able to get fresh water, and people are dying of thirst. To be honest, Steve, I'm surprised you didn't know. Well, Raymond, some of us have jobs which take us abroad, so I haven't got time to hang about the village spreading the gossip. Ooh, get you. Mr. I've got a job, so I'm ever so important. Yeah, you're right, Raymond. Sorry, it's just I've been under a lot of pressure lately and I'm tired. That's all right, Steve. I'm sorry too. Steve and Raymond held hands and Raymond explained that the only way to appease the dragon and get water was to supply him with livestock to eat. But that was running out and that could mean only one thing. Sacrificing people? Yes, people, Steve. The town chief holds a draw each week. It's like a national lottery, but with virgins instead of bulls. Is that why Hannah's crying then? Yes, they took her daughter this morning. Uh, Good job, Uh, I'm not a virgin then. 
Steve ended the conversation abruptly and headed off to home to pack. A week later and the town was running low on virgins and inevitably the chief's daughter was selected. He protested and tried to change the result, but the townsfolk were having none of it and she was marched down to the spring and her inevitable doom at the hands of the dragon. The chief's daughter knelt and prayed to God for her salvation. Meanwhile, George was doing his rounds and rode through the village. He stopped, dismounted, and asked why everyone was so upset. What the blazes is going on? He asked the chief. The chief explained about the dragon, virgins, and that his own daughter was currently in peril. Then I will ride and save her, he exclaimed. George rode towards the spring, and when the dragon saw him, he immediately switched his attention away from the chief's daughter turning on the soldier. There was an almighty battle in which fire met shield and sword met scale, but eventually George thrust his spear through the dragon's neck and he dropped dead. George took the chief's daughter back to the village and everyone cheered. George was forever a hero to the townsfolk and virgins slept more peacefully henceforth. To put it simply, the town was well happy. The end. I've got a, a question about that. Yes. Um, Raymond and Steve, how's their relationship? Uh, I think they get on all right, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they had, have TFs every now and again. Are they uh, a couple? No. No. Why'd you say that? They walked off holding hands. Uh, well, I, 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 lots of people hold hands. Doesn't mean they're they're actually yeah, romantically no, involved, does it? I they, think you're, just you're looking a little bit too in. They just seems interested in each other. Well, that's fine if they are. It's not relevant to the story, though, is it? No, I just <laughs> want to know the background of the story and see if things worked out okay, for Raymond. Okay, right, well, and maybe Steve. in. Uh, um, well, it won't be George's Jordan's. accent's changed, and so did his dad's name. Yes, they seem to both pronounce that differently. I said pronounce right. No, because yes, I say because pronou- yeah, it's yeah. when I say pronunciation. A pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yes, but it's good that you spot these things. But I thought it didn't really matter because everybody speaks differently. I mean, I say pronunciation. You say no, pronunciation. pronunciation. Exactly. But he says whatever that name was. I say whatever that name was. In in that as well, it said he was fighting with a shield and sword, and then he stabbed him with a spear. How many weapons does this guy have? Um, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I think that really he probably had, he probably tucked the sword back in its sheath on the horse and there was probably a a shaft of some sort readily available to him. Do you reckon he was was playing? He was fighting with his sword and shield but just like holding the spear between his bum cheeks ready for... I think that's probably what he does because I think that's what um, people... Uh, who trained us as uh, soldiers in the Roman army. I think that's what they did. Put them between their bum cheeks and clench. I think that was one of the disciplines that uh, you had to perform and show Mm. that you could do in order to be part of the emperor's guard. Because we're not talking about any guard here. We're talking about the emperor's guard. And he was also from Syria in that one. Yes. Well, this is my point. He's from all different places. Because he is everything to everyone. And basically, the story of... I mean, do you believe in dragons? Can I ask you that question? No. Right. So, in that case, that's the whole thing's a fabrication. 
Yeah. No way. Yeah. So you're gonna be telling the, me about that with everything now. No, but the point being is it's another example of like uh, good versus evil, isn't it? Which I think is a bit harsh on a dragon, but good versus evil. It so, might have. What it might have been. It G- might have been trying to cut down the population. George. Well, quite. George represents Christianity, and the dragon represents dragons. Uh, dragons and the devil maybe, or something like that, like a serpent and all this sort of nonsense. So that yeah, often... Snakes are to, nonsense, aren't they? They are nonsense. People often depict it like that anyway. So, you've, But you've got this, I mean, it, as I was growing up, I, I assumed this was all real, even before I started to question perhaps the existence of dragons. Um, but George and the Dragon, it was always George and the Dragon. So again, this has come from somewhere, uh, you know, elsewhere, and and people have embellished the story, and it's become this big sort of epic battle. But there you go. Well, the battle didn't last long. Well, there's more on I, I Stephen Raymond than the battle. Well, yeah, because I was fleshing that out a little bit, but and and you and it was right to do that because you've you're intrigued now. I'm glad they made up. Yeah, no, no, they're they apologised right. and stuff. They're good. Um, but it was only four minutes long, so I couldn't do too much on it anyway. So, yeah, yeah. Did that help? Sure. Glad I spent so much time on it. Shall we have a song now? Yes, let's have a song. And I think what I'd like to do now is address this imbalance between. Children the Dragon and depicting dragons as being horrible because I I wrote a song that's more from the dragon's perspective and it's called A Dragon's Tale. A Dragon's Tale? As in, is it like no, a play on the fact of being yeah, 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 like a tale? Yeah, depending if I spell it right, it's either T-A-I-L, which I believe it was, or T-A-L-E. Oh, like Shark's Tale. Yeah. But that was T-A-L-E. Was it? Yeah. But I wrote this before that, that came Will out. Smith so. in it. Has this got Will Smith in it? No, it doesn't need to have Will Smith in it. No. Is that because he slapped I've, Chris Well, Rock? I've had to remove him from all my projects for yeah. a period of time. It, it, things will get settled down again, but for the moment, uh, I think he needs to concentrate on his family. You were working on the next Men in Black film, weren't you? I've, I'm always working on the next Men in Black film. Yeah. 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 Would you like to play my song? Oh, yes, sure. Dagnum, a fire-breathing lizard, you see. 
I'm usually quite cheerful, no reason to be fearful But don't get on the wrong side of me that song it was good to get the dragon's perspective of all that horrible stuff going on but he's yeah it's not yeah dagnum dagnum yeah most dragons it's an unknown fact or a little known fact i should say that most dragons come from dagnum yeah yeah that's where they get their attitude from yeah 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 okay you do get some in like other areas of what like limehouse yeah limehouse and stuff like that yeah limehouse and yeah and then, but your Chelsea Dragons are a bit. Oh no, no. wouldn't, I wouldn't bother. bother with them. No, Ponces. Right. Anyway, um, so should we play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. Would you like Monopoly? a quiz? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not playing Monopoly. It's too long. Would right, you like a quiz? A quiz? Yes. Right, would you like a multiple choice quiz? Yeah, absolutely. Would you like a multiple choice quiz with a sting? Yeah. Okay. Here's my sting. Saints or sinners? What a lovely sting. It was. It gave me the willies when I recorded that. Give you what? It gave me the willies when I recorded that. Did you not have one before? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. <laughs> so, saints and sinners sorry saints and sinners it's multiple choice so it's it's the usual one so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you some questions as per usual they may be about saints they may be about 
Sinners. Sinners or singers? Sinners. All oh, right. Right. So, question one. Who is the patron saint of travellers? Is it... Thomas Cook. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Can you stop doing that? I play with a suitcase. Yeah. Is it A, St. Crispin? Is it B, B... You're putting me off now. Bean. <laughs> and stop doing that. I'd get told off if I was messing about with something. Just because it's a patron saint of travellers, don't mess about with your suitcase that's still lying on the floor. A, St. Crispin. B, St. Trivago. Or C, St. <laughs> Christopher. See, you made that joke with Thomas Cook. <clears throat> Not saying it isn't that. All right, yeah. So which one is it? Crispin, Trivago. What was the last one? Christopher. Crispin Christopher. Or Trivago. Uh, Crispin. <gasps> Christopher. Christopher. No, I'm going to take your first no, Christopher, answer. Christopher. No, Christopher. St. Christopher. I'm thinking. Now, you, obviously this is something, again, that's not perhaps not so much now, but people used to give other people uh, necklaces with a St. Christopher on it, with a, a little emblem on it, which was like safe journey and all the rest of it. Anyway. Question two. Which of these is an informal and perhaps jocular name for Satan? A. Old Nick. B. Old Vic. Or C. Old Dick. <laughs> nice. It's two in a row you got there. Yep. Um, see, I want to say it's always like Old Nick because it's the opposite of Saint Nick. Um, so is that what you're going to go for? No, I'm going to go for Old Vic. You should have gone for Old Nick because it is That's Old what I Nick. Said. Oh my goodness! You're just going <laughs> to I'm going to play this back and and we'll go back to a fact check. Question three: Whose feast is on July the fifteenth when it is believed that it rains? Well, I'm going to start this again because I've misread that. Okay. Question three. Whose feast day is July the 15th when it is believed that if it rains, then it will continue to rain for the next 40 days? Is it A, St. Swithin's Day? Is it B, St. Shavanaka's Day? Or is it C, St. and Greavesy? Well, Shavanaka, there's Thomas Shavanaka <coughs> because it's to do with the rain weather. Uh, that might be where he gets his name no. from. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's A. It is A. Question four. I like the chef knock. I like <clears> those. <throat> An alternative name for a dragonfly is A. Satan's Noth. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hint of the fact that Becky calls them Noths. B. Devil's Darning Needle. Or C. Angel Wings. Angel Wings. It is, in fact, B, the devil's darning needle. Uh, what's a darning needle? <coughs> it's like any sort of needle. Um, but for darning? Darning, what's darning? darning is sewing. It's like you could darn your socks. So you could they're holding your like socks. You don't someone. fully know what no, it is. No, if you're darning <laughs> someone's socks, they've got a hole in their socks and they darn, darn the hole. You sew up the hole. It's just called darning. <sighs> Question five. <laughs> <coughs> How many miracles do you need to become a saint? Is it one? So is it A, one, B, two, or C, three? 
How many miracles do you need to become a saint? I knew this once because I think it was on Father Ted. Um, I feel like in reality it should wow. be... Wow, we get all our we get all our factual information from Blackadder and Father Ted. It's great. Some, yeah, and then sometimes there's other ones. Obviously, Shouldn't trust Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to... I do... I feel like it should be one really big one. It is in fact two. So you're Seems supposed unfair, to perform two miracles in order to become you really a saint. D- you've already done one. Wow, that's really good. Well, this is it. <clears throat> so on that theme, question six. Mother Teresa was an Albanian stroke Indian nun born in Kosovo, North Macedonia, who dedicated her life to helping others with such conditions as leprosy, tuberculosis and HIV AIDS. But when it was time to make her a saint, what miracles were quoted? Was it A, she was able to fly? She was a flying nun. Was it B, <laughs> the best kind of nun? She could turn wine into water. Oh, interesting way round, isn't it? To be fair, we could all do that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned this bottle of wine into water. Or was it C, she made tumours disappear? So hang on, is this, which one did she do? Which one was she quoted as doing in order to become a saint? You'd think tumours disappearing would be more obvious one because like that's she's nursing so is people, that? isn't she? But I'm not going for that. No. Interested? No. I'm gonna go for fly. Okay, nice one. Well, there used to be a program on called the Flying Nun. So it wasn't that one. Oh right, that's where. It... Um, so basically, what, what was it? It's it's, it's making tumours disappear. No way. Yep. Apparently, um, I could do that. There was two different occasions when someone had a tumour, and then after uh, being with Mother Teresa or touching something of Mother Teresa's that disappeared. Now... And, but she also had a big knife in her hand when it when it disappeared. But she was dead. When, uh, you know, I think... when Well, sorry, she was dead when she was made a saint. But this is the weird thing about this, because I remember the Pope, uh, Pope John Paul II, I think. Oh, um, good John. John Paul Ringo... <laughs> George II. Um, Which one was fin- uh, missed there? No, they're not called... John Paul Ringo and... John Paul Ringo and George. George. Right. Oh, St. George. <laughs> That's what I said, George II. <clears throat> but they had to, for him to be made a saint, they had to they had to prove that he'd done two miracles. I think it's a really strange thing, you know, for that to happen. I mean, arguably, Mother Teresa... A selfless life, helping others, which, you know, was a wonderful thing to do and should be sort of revered for that. If I but do a negative in order miracle, for actually can I still do be a so, saint? Uh, no, I think you're a sinner if you do that. Anyway, question seven, back to the quiz. Saint Drogo is the patron saint of coffee houses, but what other thing? This Drogo, is what I'm talking about. Drogo. Drogo. So, but there's patron saints of everything. Okay. So he's a patron saint of coffee houses. But what other thing is he a patron saint of? Is it a ugly people, as he pulls a face? 
Is it B, French sticks, or is it C, milk? Milk. It is ugly people. (laughs) (laughs) You're not doing very well on this quiz. Uh, question eight. We're right. Why we're is getting through. Saint of ugly people. <laughs> he's he's a patron saint of ugly people. But ugliness Qu- is um um well he's a patron saint of coffee houses. So don't yeah look yeah, at, yeah, I yeah. think that's but the more houses, odd one. Coffee houses are a thing. Yeah, ugly people is um is like what's the word like it's uh, sub uh, subjective uh, subjective. Yeah, yeah. Because I think you're ugly. <laughs> yeah. I think you're very handsome. Thanks. Question: Should we hold hands for the next bit? Question eight. Touch fingers. Can we touch fingers? Similarly. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, try it. <laughs> oh, no. Why do, I, why do I write things that I can't say? Similarly. Sim- question eight. <laughs> similarly. Saint, say again. Question eight. Similarly, <laughs> Saint Julian is the patron saint of what? Is he a patron saint of A, hurdlers? <laughs> is he a patron saint of B, murderers? <laughs> you know where that one was going. Or, or is he the patron saint of C, curdlers? Ah, oh, I, I thought one of them was going to be lemurs. Lemurs? Yeah, what's his name? St. Julian? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, Hurdlers, murderers, or curdlers. Hurdlers, murderers, or curdlers. That's our spin off game, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, curdlers. It is, in fact, murderers. This is a patron saint of murderers. You've, you're getting so many of these wrong, it's embarrassing. Why is there a saint of murderers and ugly people? Well, there is. Question nine. It is said that seven fallen angels fell from heaven to hell, each of them tempted by a sin. But what sin was. Beelzebub's undoing. Not Beelzebub's. Beelzebub's. Bleezyblobs. Bleezyblobs. What was Bleezyblobs undoing? Was it A, greed? Was it B, lust? Or was it C, envy? A, greed. It was C, lust. Uh, Sorry. That was confusing, wasn't it? It was C, envy. Greed was Mammon. It's a fix. And B was lust, and that was Asmodeus. But there was like that again. I just based it on (coughs) one adventure island where he looked a bit fat. All right. And your last question. Question 10. St. Dennis travelled the globe converting pagans to Christianity. But some pagans were so unhappy with this, they imprisoned Dennis before chopping off his head. But what did Dennis do after having his head chopped off? Oh. (laughs) Right. Did he A... Drop kick his head through an upstairs window, scaring the family of his executioner to death. Ooh. Did he B put his head on the floor and sit on it like a chair for eternity, or did he C pick up his head and walk for miles, continuing his mission of converting pagans? That's a tricky one because all of them are very, very good answers. Feasible. <laughs> all of them are feasible. Yeah. I'm gonna I say. think I've sat on that seat. Oh, so it's that one. Oh, right. No, not necessarily. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to say C, but now I want to say B. What are you going to say, B or C? B. In fact, it's C. <laughs> oh, my God. You threw me off with your you comment. Are, I didn't do it deliberately. Apparently, 
He picked up his head and walked for miles for a couple of hours, continuing his mission of converting pagans before he then dropped dead. That's, That's interesting. Well, I think that was one of the reasons is he was a, a Is son. it a miracle for each mile? That's why he made it to two. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I can't believe <laughs> he made it. That's a miracle. Well, oh. he's only done one, though, so we can't make him a, a, a saint because he's only done one miracle, and that was yeah. walking headless for miles. Was no, he a pagan? No, he was a Christian. He was converting pagans, pagans. but the oh. pagans didn't like him. They get all funny like that. Right, so that's the end of my little Saints or Sinners quiz. And you done very well. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, I, I enjoyed that one. Good. Good one. Yeah. I'm still very tired. I can tell that you're very tired. Yeah, hopefully the next episode I shouldn't be as tired. I very much doubt that. It's just been a very, very busy week. And we're recording this on Friday between me working and then working again. I know it's not ideal, but you just have to do these things. Sometimes you have to do what you've got to do. you got to do what you've got to do. Look, I'm looking forward to a very chilled out and relaxed weekend. Not. It's not going to be that. Okay. Well, before you reach your spill, can I just say from last week, uh, the three degrees, right, which you said, what did they sing? Uh, for instance, and they sung, know, when you? will I see you again? When will I see you again? Take Isn't it more, tea. when will I see you No, no. Again. When will I see you again? Oh, now I don't know how it goes. Isn't I did it, know how it goes. When will I see you again? Again. Yeah, again. Yeah, that's so, it. Yeah. You knew, You do know it then. Well, yeah, but you... Yeah, Take good care of yourself. <laughs> no, no cool that is. <laughs> and woman in love. I am a woman. <laughs> In love. And N-Dubs, right? N-Dubs did Playing With Fire. Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you hear me? me? Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you hear me now? Yeah, that one. And Strong Again. You don't know all those songs, do you? No, I don't know any of their songs. Yeah. No. So that, there you go. Just so I, try and... I do look things up after you ask me about them. Yeah, I don't remember asking about them, to be honest. Okay. So it, it kind of relevant now, doesn't it? That, <laughs> right, so next week... Do you remember what I said? I don't remember things if I don't feel them as necessary to remember. Yes. Yeah, that was one of those it's situations. It's quite insulting, though, but yes, yeah. Okay, so... Is it insulting? Next week, I'm not going to tell you what it is, just in case things change. But you I've got a me. feeling you it's just, not going to be related me. to a certain date. Yeah, no, I'm not going to tell anybody. Uh, to a me. certain day. I'll tell you, yeah. You tell Sorry, no, I didn't realise that's what you meant. Um, by telling you. Um, so, <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got confused with the words you used. You forgot, um, you're the, I'm the one that does the podcast with me. Yes, that's, that's the thing. That was not remembering. So, so what I would say to that, that person that came up to and complained to you about it, the next podcast will really have complain. no relevance to a date particularly, so it is a standalone. Please don't complain. I don't think you can promise that because there's a day for everything. There is a day for any, everything, but it doesn't relate to something that's happened that's recently. There's a patron state for any, everything. Okay. So, if you would like to communicate with us, you can do it by the usual means, which oh, is... Yes, well, you can send us a message, question, complaint, uh, idea... Uh, yep. Other things um, yep. to tell us about your dog yep. or your um, liking or a recipe. You can send us a recipe. Yep. Yeah, if you could. Yeah. Um, that can all be done via our website, fatherandsundays.com, and go to the contact us page or email us at contact us at fatherandsundays.com. 
Okay. Uh, website though, fatherandundays.com, I'll say it again. Uh, got all the episodes available in there. All the merch. But, yep, and you can also access uh, all of the episodes via your chosen podcast platform as well. But Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like, follow, share those as well, because it helps. There is something for everybody in those episodes, so seek out something you're interested in. Eurovision was quite a good one, if you just want a little bit of a... Yep. Uh, we enjoyed a re- that a recent yet funny one yeah yeah exactly that we enjoyed yeah but if that's all that we need to talk about then I would just like to say thank you for listening goodbye from me bye felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.